0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What? It's Friday, June 24th. What's What?
1: is the daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news and hot topic issues surrounding the New York metropolitan area.
0: And it includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich
1: and I'm Taylor Masetta. Coming up, we'll have some features from reporters, but let's get started now with the headlines. We knew it was coming, but now it's official. The Supreme Court just overturned Roe v. Wade. This means that having an abortion is no longer a constitutional right. The overturn will allow individual states to ban abortion.
0: Now, a person's ability to get an abortion depends on which state that they live in. For New Yorkers, Governor Hochul has vowed to protect their abortion rights. She recently passed
1: a package protecting abortion care providers and employees. There's also a bill that protects those who wish to have abortions from being extradited to their home state.
0: Yeah, Christina, and pro-choice activists are upset because they're saying that guns have more rights than women. This news comes after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn a prominent gun law in New York. It required people to have just cause to carry a concealed gun.
1: So now, Taylor, people who want to carry a concealed gun don't need a self-defense-related reason. They just need a permit.
0: This is a crazy world that we're living in. In other news, the days of going 40 on a 25 are over. New York City is expanding its speed camera program.
1: That's right, Taylor. Hochul signed the bill into law today. So now speed cameras in school zones will be on 24-7.
0: Right now, the cameras only operate on weekdays from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Also, if you're busted for speeding, you'll receive a
1: $50 ticket. Meanwhile, the Pride Parade is back for the first time in two years. I heard. It's exciting that it's back in person. It starts today with a three-day concert from Kim Petras and a performance by New York City's Men's Gay Chorus at the iconic
0: Stonewall Inn. And on Sunday, the Men's Gay Chorus will be continuing their Pride performances at Times Square. New York's primary elections are coming up soon, and this year, New Yorkers will be picking a new governor. So ahead of Tuesday's election,
1: WFUV's David Escobar sat down with city and state political reporter Jeff Colton. They talked about the candidates and the key issues for voters in the upcoming primary.
2: What surprised you the most about the candidates during the the debates that you hadn't seen before?
3: Is there anything I haven't seen before? I mean, at this point, you know, these candidates have been running for, uh, I mean, gosh, uh, Kathy Hochul has been running for a year, basically. Jumani Williams and Tom Swazi, probably about six months each. Jumani Williams, the New York City public advocate, is running as the progressive option. Tom Swazi, the congressman, is running as the more uh, moderate, uh, as he would say, common sense option. And Kathy Hochul, she's just uh, doing the Rose Garden strategy, saying she's the governor. She's giving out money. She's passing bills. So I can't say there were any surprises uh, in, in this debate. We've seen these candidates really get into their grooves.
2: I think one of the biggest surprises to me is how Kathy Hochul has really maintained her kind of political clout. But why do you think that she has continued to perform well
3: at the polls? Yeah, I mean, the power of incumbency... It's immense. I mean, Hochul has incredible amounts of money. Her name is in the news all the time. There have been very specific criticisms about the Buffalo Bills stadium funding, about uh, you know the lack of clarity in the budget. I'll be honest, that's all insidery stuff. None of these uh, quote-unquote scandals or at least criticisms from the other candidates have been enough to really stick to her.
2: The GOP candidate, specifically Lee Zeldin, threw around the phrases Trumper, never Trumper in the debate. What would a governor with ties to the former president mean for New York?
3: A Trump-affiliated GOP governor probably won't happen in New York. I I guess it is a fair question to ask, though. I mean, the Republicans are saying this could be the year. Uh, What would this mean? unclear because we're still definitely going to have a Democratic state Senate. You know, it's a midterm with a Democratic president. Uh, Traditionally, there's quite a lot of pushback against the party in power.
2: The candidates, both Democrat and Republican, have mostly, I guess, focused on fixing inflation, skyrocketing rent and utilities and gun violence in their campaigns. But what do you think that key issue is going to be that decides who the next governor is in New York?
3: Look, in the mayor's race for New York City last year, crime was absolutely the top issue. But I think this year is more going to be about affordability. Uh, You know, inflation is such a topic of discussion. People notice prices going up. The question is whether they really are going to blame the governor and the sitting government for that, whether that comes to rent, housing, the price of gas, the price of food is going to be on the top of voters' minds.
0: That was WFUV's David Escobar talking with Jeff Colton about New York's upcoming election. Up next,
1: WFUV DJ Eric Holland has the latest in music news.
4: Paul McCartney put the exclamation point on his Got Back tour at MetLife Stadium with special guest appearances by Bruce Springsteen and John Bon Jovi. Macca also marked his 80th birthday this week, and Mixed Bag host Don McGee paid tribute on Saturday to both the former Beatle and another new octogenarian, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. Phoebe Bridger's Vini Vidi Vici'd" NYC, with a pair of shows that celebrate Brooklyn and Prospect Park, as well as one at Forest Hill Stadium in Queens. The latter was broadcast live on this member-supported radio station, along with opening act MUNA and a surprise set from Lucy Dacus. On Monday FUV honored Juneteenth by celebrating black artists and black voices including interviews with Fantastic Negrito, Obong JR and Sudan Archives and albums from Stevie Wonder, Solange, Aretha Franklin and Michael Kiwanuka and today is our member day drive when we salute all those who help us do what we do as well as recruit more good eggs to join their generous ranks. We'll be playing road trip songs all day to celebrate the start of summer and are looking for 200 new members Members to unlock a generous challenge gift. You can help and scoop a sexy bonus t-shirt atop other member benefits at WFUV.org.
0: That was WFUV's evening host, Eric Holland. You can hear him Monday through Thursday from 6 to 10 p.m. on 90.7 FM or WFUV.org. And in sports,
1: NBA draft night was a chess game for the New York Knicks, making fans scratch their heads.
0: WFUV Sports' Colin Loughran has more on the NBA draft in the world of sports.
5: The New York Knicks draft night was indeed tumultuous. They traded their number 11 pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder and later made deals with the Pistons and Wizards for first-round choices in the 2023 draft. Included in the Pistons deal was Kemba Walker and four second-round choices. The night was not what Knicks fans were expecting, but some prominent analysts have suggested that the chaos is a sign of New York trying to build up draft capital in hopes of a potential blockbuster trade that could also lead to an important free agent signing. Names such as Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell have been mentioned in these kinds of discussions. In other draft news, Duke forward Paolo Banchero was the number one pick. He will go to the Orlando Magic. Over on the diamond, talks of a potential Subway series in October are heating up with the summer, so let's check in with the locals. Last night, the New York Yankees opened up a four-game set with the hated Houston Astros in dramatic fashion. Jamison Tyone allowed six runs in five and two-thirds innings of work and was not his usual self. The pinstripes trailed 6-3 in the bottom of the ninth, but were able to come back and tie things up at six thanks to an Aaron Hicks three-run home run. Eventually, the table was set for Aaron Judge, who laced an RBI single to left field, walked it off in the Bronx, and cemented a 7-6 Yankees win. The Bombers will host Houston again tonight, as Luis Severino will face off with Justin Verlander at 7 5 the New York Mets were not in action last night, but they'll begin a three-game series in Miami against the Marlins at 640 tonight. The Kings of Queens will try to shake off two straight losses against the Houston Astros. Taiwan Walker will make the start for the Mets and face Miami's Cy Young hopeful Sandy Alcantara. With WFUV Sports, I'm Colin Lochran.
0: Thanks, Colin. And that's our show for today. I'm Taylor Massetta.
1: And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us on Monday at 3 o'clock for more news, music,
0: culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever podcasts are found.